0: Jewish Audio on Chabad.org Rambam and Mishneh Torah Hilchah is the laws of Trumos the gifts the food gift given to the Kohen the closing chapter also the closing chapter I just want to give a summary for those who don't recall from the previous chapters the laws of Truma. Truma is the food that the Israelite gives to the Kohen. If he does not give the food to the Kohen, all of the food he has is not edible. If he does give the food to the Kohen, it becomes sacred. It becomes Truma food, and only a Kohen may eat it. What if Kohen food, called Truma, gets mixed with non-Kohen food? How do we deal with this mixture? So we did learn earlier that although in many other laws there is the law of botul b'shishim to be nullified in a mixture of 60 to 1, which is also called nosing tam. 60 to 1, 1 60th is what gives taste, more than 1 60th. So if you have more than one-sixtieth of one thing, it'll add taste into the big pot. In the case of Truma, the law is different. And it's easy for us in our neighborhood to remember because in the laws of Truma, it's 1 over
1: 101,
0: the Ventura Freeway. So it becomes nullified in 101. 101. Now the laws with regard to nullification just to remind us of a couple of factors we learned earlier. Number one, you can never intentionally nullify. A nullification has to happen on its own. Number two, if something is let me just pick a word respectable if something is important it can never be nullified. And that's the beginning of our chapter 15. Chobis, if there's a barrel of wine, stuma, which is sealed, a sealed barrel of wine. That's pretty respectable. A sealed barrel of wine is never going to get lost because there is a principle that says anything you can count does not become nullified. It's, it's, It's a barrel, it's an entity. When you have a sealed barrel of wine, which is Truma, it falls into more than 101 barrels of non Truma. It makes everything doubtful Truma, called Midamaz. Ketzat, for example, Chabis Stuma, a sealed barrel, Shot Truma of Truma. We know we have a sealed barrel of Truma wine that now became mixed up into thousands of other barrels of wine. One barrel of truma became mixed into 5,000 barrels of non-truma, being that that one barrel is a respectable, defined item. Everything becomes doubtful truma. And that's the rule we begin with, chapter 15. However, if the barrels are open, so it's not a sealed barrel anymore, it loses its importance. In that case, what do we have if we have an open barrel of truma wine? What we have is wine. We don't have that entity of the sealed barrel anymore. That will become nullified against 101 volume greater than it. Why? Because the barrel has become unsealed. Now in that case, my friends, can we go intentionally and unseal the barrel? The answer is, of course not. Ain We can't, to begin with, nullify a prohibition. Base too, chavis truma sealed barrel, shenis Arva, that became mixed into b'meya chavis a hundred different barrels. One sealed barrel of truma, one hundred barrels of non-truma. Benofla achas mehem and one of the one hundred barrels fell into the Mediterranean Sea, or the ocean, the Pacific Ocean. Hutru because one sealed barrel of 101 fell into the ocean, they're now all permissible. Pourquoi? As they say in French. Why? One of these barrels could still be truma, a sealed battle of truma, which we learned earlier. If it falls into even 5,000 barrels, it can't be nullified. Here, one barrel fell into the ocean. Big deal. Because, and here comes a beautiful principle in halacha, the because we say, shall truma he nofla. We make a mathematical assumption. We say, you saw that barrel that fell into the ocean? Huh, huh, huh? That was the truma. How do you know? Because. Do me something. I'm going to assume that's the truma. Wow. Masha'en came. This law does not apply. If a fig amongst a hundred and one falls into the ocean, or fell into a hundred. One fig out of a hundred. So one out of 101 falls into the ocean. The law with the fig is you have to take one fig out of the pile, give it to a Kohen. Let's say here, Mr. Cohen, just in case, take it. Why the barrel? Don't we even have to give a barrel to the Kohen? Because when a barrel goes overboard and falls into an ocean, the ocean... Boy, is it obvious but when a fig or something similar falls into the ocean, it's not a big deal. Gimel 3, sealed barrel of wine, which was mixed with a hundred barrels. One of them was opened. You go to the open one. You take one hundredth, or one hundred and one, one hundred and one, one hundred and one, you take out one over one hundred and one volume, and you drink the rest of the barrel. That's the one barrel. Why? Because it's open. It lost its importance. It's open. It's wine. But the rest of the barrels, asuras, are forbidden until they are opened, and we cannot intentionally open them. As they are opened, he takes out one over 101 of wine for the Kohen, or just pours it out. The Shay Ashari can drink the rest. Okay, now the plot thickens. is What if this one barrel of Truma wine becomes mixed up, mixed up, not with a hundred other barrels, which makes it one over 100, but it gets mixed up with 150 barrels? And ultimately over time, a hundred were open. The same law, you pour out the one over 101. And ultimately, he can drink the balance of the hundred. However, the 50 that were not opened, are forbidden. Now, one question. Why don't we assume that the one barrel of truma wine was in the hundred? Statistically it is. There's more probability that the one barrel of truma wine was in the hundred than in the fifty. That's mathematical statistics. We don't do that. Even if there were thousands of barrels of wine, because of that one barrel, they all become doubtful truma. However, that's because they're closed. Because the fact that they are closed barrel gives closed barrels gives importance and respectability to them, and they can't be nullified. However, as they are opened, he takes one out of hundred and one, or one out of a hundred, and he can drink the balance. But anything left is doubtful Truma. We already explained in the laws of forbidden foods a long substantial section we studied. We learned an important law, and in our world this is an important law. That any substance that causes leavening, any substance which is spicy, forbids even if it's just one drop of it. Because the fact that it transforms the food around it makes it powerful. therefore For example, he took an apple of truma and pureed it, made applesauce. And he went and put that pureed apple into a dough. What does a dough need to Rise needs moisture. The and the apple, the pureed apple, the applesauce caused the dough to rise. The whole dough becomes doubtful. Truma, Vasura may not be eaten by non koanim. Why? Because the volume is unimportant. The fact that the moisture caused the dough to become chomets, to rise, that Makes that truma powerful, and volume is irrelevant. Hey, beitzah shenitabla bitbolin shal truma. Let's say there's an egg, even an egg yolk, that was flavored with spices that are truma. Now remember, truma is truma. Spices are powerful. A Even the yolk is forbidden. Because it absorbs the truma spices. Remember, anything spicy conveys. Se'er shall truma, yeast of truma, shenofalotecha isa, that fell into a dough. And then he said, whoops! And he grabs the truma yeast, the achakachnis khamsa, and then time goes on, and the dough becomes. 11th, uh, here it's permissible because he took out the Truma yeast quickly. we explained earlier, Truma, that if something Truma became mixed up with a species of a different type, species of the same type would be apples with apples. Species of a different type would be apples with bananas. Apples with apples, you can't tell which is the apple and which is the apple. Apples and bananas. This is an apple and this is a banana. If one species got mixed up in another, enough to give taste into it, what is the ratio we learned earlier about taste? 60 to 1. therefore, mechustach, a chopped onion. What's an onion? Onion is very spicy. Onion conveys taste in a powerful way. Shen is <laughs> which was cooked with whatever one is cooking If the onion is through <laughs> food, and the item you're cooking is not and it has the taste of the onion, also <laughs> the whole pot of what you're cooking becomes truma food and forbidden to non-koanim. But if the onion, the chopped onion is everyday food, and that which you're cooking is truma, and the food taste goes into the onion, then the onion becomes forbidden. Along the same lines, is lentils cooked, into cooked lentils you threw a dry onion, if it was a whole, uncut dry onion, then it's permissible if it was cut 60 to 1 if the onion was cooked with the lentils whether it was whole or cut it goes by 60 to 1 Ushar kol atavshol, the rest of the cooked item benshi yishlech habotsel achasin is bashul. Whether the onion was cast in after it was cooked benshi bishleim atavshol, it was cooked with the pot, benshulam whether it was whole being benshutcher diced. Mishar neisim neisim tam we measure sixty to one. Neimah botsel sholam masechadoshvichnis bashul em mishar neisim question. Why did we learn earlier at the top of this law eight that a whole onion dried does not convey taste? a man because it 's whole and it 's dried, it doesn't absorb. because it's whole, but like it it doesn't give out and it doesn't take in. there it's already cooked but if they were soft onions, a bunch of soft onions is like diced onions so also if the tip or the outer shell was removed, or it was moist. Then it would be like a diced onion. Via hakaploit. Wild onions, bein lach, yovish, whether moist or dry, being sholam ben whole or cut, and they sent time sixty to one. Hakebish yorek chulin, yorek yorik yorek What if somebody pickles? There's a process called pickling. What if somebody pickles vegetables of everyday food together with vegetables of truma? Does it all become truma? It is permissible to non-koanim. Chutz mimine b'tzolim, unless we're talking about powerful vegetables such as onions, v'chotzer and scallions, vishunim. And garlic. These are three powerful vegetables. Kobash, yorak, yodak b'tzolim, shal that if he Pickled vegetables of everyday food with onions of truma, a betzolim shalchulin, or onions of everyday food in betzolim shaltruma with onions of truma, haraylo asurim. These are forbidden. Kavash yarak shaltruma in If he pickled vegetable of truma with onion of everyday food, harayabotzel mutalazorim. The onion is permitted to non kovanim. Ten zaysechulin. Olives of everyday food, they were pickled in zayse truma, with olives of truma. If they were both cracked, the olives were cracked. Or the everyday olives were cracked. And the truma were whole, or they were pickled in truma, water, All of the above are forbidden even if they were both whole or the olives of Truma were crushed or cracked and the olives of Chulun were whole they're permissible because the nature is that the crushed ones, the cracked ones will absorb from the whole ones and not vice versa 11 make what if the water in which the food was pickled was truma water, tuma liquid, then it makes everything forbidden to non-koanim. Ha-sheves. Sheves is a spice called anise, A-N-I-S-E. We learned about it earlier. Actually, if it is before the anise spiced up the pot of food, Yesh ba truma, then it's considered truma. But once the anise already contributed the spice to the food, used anise is worthless. What do you do with used anise? You throw it in the basura. Ain ba truma, it no longer has the component of truma connected to it. Hare de pas, chama. If somebody removes a warm, a hot loaf of bread, they used to stick the bread to the walls of the ovens and he used to remove it, and placed it on top of a barrel of truma wine. So the heat of the bread is absorbing the truma wine. If it was made out of wheat grain, it's permissible. We shall say If it was made out of barley grain, it is forbidden. Because by nature, barley grain absorbs a lot more. Because it's more absorbent. When an oven has been heated with cumin, a spice, cumin, made out of truma, and he baked bread in it, you may eat the bread because all you got was the smell. You don't have the taste of cumin, you have the smell. In halacha, smells are not conveying anything forbidden. Barley of truma that fell into a pit of water, even though it made the water putrid. It's permissible. As a rule, anything that makes anything putrid does not forbid it. When something called tilton in English or in whatever language it is, a, a pugnant herb, Whove Eitzai, it and its plant. Shenufol the teich bershayin that fell into a pit of wine. Im yesh bezera atilton. If there isn't the seed of tilton, they kedelitn lebadetam beyayin enough ratio to give taste in the wine. Harayayin also lezoram. The wine becomes forbidden to non kohenim. Seventeen yud zayin shnei kaisus sheliayin two cups of wine. Echat truma one truma mechad kulin and one everyday food mazakolechad b'mayim. He mixed the wine with water, which is what they used to do back then. The wine was too strong to drink without mixing it with water. And then he mixed the two wines together. We remove the thought theoretically of the everyday wine. And we picture the truma wine mixed in a large volume of water. Why? Because this is one species, water, with a different species, wine. Because wine and wine can never nullify. It's the water and the wine that can nullify. If there's enough volume of water to nullify the taste of the truma, I guess we're talking 101 here, or maybe 60 to 1, it may be used for non and if not, also it's forbidden we learned earlier, Shena Mayim Mailim Siyaim, that theoretically, just water does not nullify wine because wine is mixed with water. So we learned earlier, chapter 13, Allahha 9, that water is not combined with ordinary wine to create a mixture of 100 to one. Okay. Moving right along, coming to the finish. Yud Ches Yayin Shaltruma Wine of Truma Shenofal Agal BePeres that fell on fruit, Yidichem Beimuterus not a problem. Just w- rinse out the fruit and it's all good. Chaim Shemish Shaltruma Oil of Truma Shenofal Agal BePeres that fell upon fruit, Yidichem Wash them off Beimuterus they're permissible. Napol Hashem and Agal What if oil fell on wine? is and he should make it coagulate. And once you can coagulate the oil, the, the wine could be separated from it. So the oil, the wine becomes permissible to non-koanim. Why? Because only the oil was from... What if it fell on brine? It should coagulate it. Take the upper layer. Take the upper layer that the upper layer should remove the taste of the truma oil. A pot in which truma food was cooked. One should not use that same pot to, wa- to cook everyday food. If he did, then the law is, does it contribute taste? And that's 60 to 1. If he rinsed the pot with water or, or wine, which means he gave it a rinsing. He may now cook it. He cooked part of it. He doesn't, have to cook all, he doesn't have to rinse all of it. He only cooked in part of the pot. He doesn't have to rinse all of the pot. He only has to rinse the area of the pot which he cooked. Let's say you have a very high pot and he only cooked in the bottom. Okay, as we wind down, we, the Rambam ends with some rules. Truma Gedela, the 2% that the Israelite gives to the Kohen, which is called the large truma. Or Trumas Meiser, the 10% that the Levi gives to the Kohen, which is called the truma of the Meiser. Vahachalo and the first dough. Rabbi Kurim and the first fruits. These are four gifts which the Kohen receives. Kulon, they're all Nikru referred by the name truma. So the word truma includes all four of them. But Namar, and he brings verses in the truma that the Levy gives. Namar it says, So we have The verse. So we have the verse. There is no item that has to be brought to a particular place that was not enumerated in this verse. Chutz, with the exception of Minabikurim, the first fruits, the truma of your hand, so we know that the above four sheinkuri and truma are called truma lepikah therefore. Deen the laws arbatan of all four categories leinian relating to the idea of achila eating vidimua or being mixed with non-truma echadu. It's all one law. The law is hundred and one to one. one is combined with the other, and if they become impure, we learned earlier, you for they should be burned. And the law of the truma of miser which the levy gives of demai. What's demai? We learned a whole section earlier in demai. Demai stands for demai. What is this? Was truma given from this or not? Because people who were not scholars, we never knew whether they took the the obligation of trumas meiser seriously. We assumed that everybody took the obligation of truma seriously, but we're not sure about the trumas meiser. That was damai, so therefore damai developed a separate rabbinic law. But here the trumas meiser shabade; it has the same law as trumas meiser, of certainly. But there can never be any lashes because it's rabbinic. The closing. Paragraph of chapter 15 and the closing paragraph of the laws of truma with mazulu bracha. Kol o'echo truma, the rule is that when a Kohen eats truma, he makes a bracha. Birchas machal, first he makes the bracha for the species of food he's eating. If he's drinking wine, he makes a bracha boripi agofa. If he's eating fruit, he makes a bracha boripi and then he makes a separate bracha for truma.
1: Baruch Hashem,
0: who sanctified us with the sanctity of Aaron, the high priest, who commanded us to eat truma. So this is a special bracha Koenim would make. This is the tradition we received and we would see people make this blessing after he Even some people doing it with sacred food of the diaspora, which some people would go above and beyond the call of duty. Because eating the sacred foods of the diaspora could also be considered by some as service. A gift of gifted food. I will give you for your priestly... Identity, and the Rambam ends as he usually does, expressing thanks to God Almighty, Brihach Rachamona, blessed be the compassionate God, the Siayan who grants us assistance with Mazul Ubracha.